Dude, don't even play around with that. Stop it. You're thinking of it. Stop it. You like Kroll? Remember Kroll, the guy with the one eye? Yeah. He could see the future, but the only thing he could see in the future was the date of his own death. God. I think about that every day. Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the shenanigans. It was the early 80s, and sex was still a good way to meet new people. The disappointment. Now that's a real shame when folks be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like that. And the self-confidence. I'm six foot, three inches tall, and maintain a very consistent panda bear shape. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Sure, it's not 1985 right now, but who knows what tomorrow will bring. Stuck in the 80s, it's your host, Steve Spears with TampaBay.com. And today, another edition of 80s News Now. He's the Biff to my George McFly, Times Pop Music critic Sean Daly. Yes. Oh, why? Come on, you think I pick on you? Oh, come on. I wasn't I, I didn't even think about it until just now, but yes. Explain yes, to constantly. our listeners what it's what happens down in the newsroom. Um I, I sit say there, one thing I and put, you pounce. No. No, I'm a team player and I try to boost up all the people around oh, me. God. And I say one little thing and I here's how a normal day comes. I'm there for about three hours, four hours, and then Daly shows up. And then Daly holds court for an hour, retelling all the stories of what he's been doing for the last 40 hours when he wasn't at work. Their attention are Of course they are, because you're a distraction. That's what you are. (laughs) You're not a team player. You're a distraction. God, how many times have you plotted to just... Never! You know what? You opened the Pandora's box. Pandora will not be pleased (laughs) unless I reveal all... But enough of that. We've got a lot of 80s news now to cover. I love 80s news now. We'll we haven't done one of these in a while because we've actually had something to say. But now we need. Uh, we want to hit you with a little bonus show. It's either this or we're going to fight the whole time. So we're, I say we do this instead. Yeah, we're going to tell a little bonus show for you guys. And we have some hot items in this week's 80s news now. On June 9th, Michael J. Fox will turn 50 years old meaning that Marty McFly is now old enough to officially join the AARP. Does this birthday, more so than any other 80s celebrity birthday, mean that Stuck in the 80s Nation is officially over the hill? Well, it's funny because we said something about Eddie Murphy, too. Like, Eddie Murphy, I think, was the most jarring 50 because he was, Eddie was kind of timeless. He was always buckwheat. Yeah, there was some, Eddie Murphy could, you know, he fought the devil and the golden child that he could fight Father Time as well. The thing about Michael J. Fox, and I think you have a good good theory here about that we're all over the hill, Michael J. Fox, look at him. He's like the he lo- Dick Clark of our generation. He looks He's, 20. He looks 20. He still looks like Marty McFly, you know? And, um, I mean, even with all his health problems and stuff, he's still, like, perpetually youthful as well. So, yeah, Marty McFly kind of messes with you a bit. Like, uh, Michael J. Fox turned the big 5-0 message you. But 
You know, we're all getting older, my friend. Let me ask you this. I, it never really occurred to me until just now. I'm thinking about getting older and, and, and the problems that you have. I mean, health problems, obviously. Everybody gets them. Um, you and I have our share of health problems to fill. Like a few you, textbooks. I'm like, I'm like Superman. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, uh, yeah, you can't. Don't you have some? Don't you it. take some pill that if you don't, you're gonna die? <laughs> the cholesterol. Doc pill? Bags, my doctor, who is really named Doc Bags. He, um, yeah, he gave me some Niacin or something like that because I, not to bore you with my maladies, but I guess my bad cholesterol is good. Like, I have fine, you know, I'm, my, my arteries are working fine. Because you stay off the bacon these days. Yeah, I'm off the bacon. Um, however, my positive, my good cholesterol... Or non-existent. ...is n- almost like a, of a dead person. It's almost like a, a corpse. So, my ability to clean my arteries as I get older is faulty. <laughs> so, he gave me this stuff, Niaspan, which is like, he's like, you're going to hate it. I'm like, Doc Bags, why? He's like, no, trust me, it'll save your life, but you're going to hate it. And it gives me like these these hot flashes, like a, a woman suffering menopause. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm like really like a like a a, a, a woman in church. Oh, the hot flashes! Really, I'm tossing, turning. It feels like my skin is like 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 you're holding a flame to my skin. I wake up and I figure I'm going to see your demonic face, like holy. It's a funny because it actually happened a couple times when you were staying at the lair. <laughs> and so these hot flashes. Oh, Lordy. I'm cranking the AC down to like 58, <laughs> sweating. Yeah, That's it's a nice man. So, so I get to live until I'm 90, but miserably. Right. So here's my question, though. If you're somebody like Michael J. Fox, yes. who, I mean, his currency in Hollywood is his perpetual good looks and his youthfulness. Mm-hmm. The pressure on him to stay like that must be tremendous. Well, I mean, I mean, he can't grow. He can't grow a Spearsonian belly. <laughs> Spearsonian belly would be a great band name. That's our new t-shirt. You're on it, 80s Nation. Spearsonian belly. What kind they do Prague? Of course. Yeah, Prague. Really kind Pretty of sad. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> broody lyrics, yeah. Um, no, the no. thing about Michael J. Fox, I mean, you can't, you know, um, He's got a colorless hair. He's he's got, got, yeah, he's got you know Parkinson's, so uh, yeah, he's got bigger battles than you know than grain a bit. But yeah, no, he but he you know he plays hockey. You know he's always yeah he's stayed thin, and even you look at him now, and yeah, he's older. But my god, he's he's amazingly youthful. Right. You way. look at some other people from the eighties, uh, someone like Val Kilmer. I mean, any given Ooh. day, you look at uh, you look at National Enquirer, you'll see a photo of Val Kilmer Here's on the, the beach, and he doesn't look that great these days. But Drugs? Val Kilmer is no Michael J. Fox. Mm-mm. Drugs. Plus weight gain equals Val Kilmer <laughs> <laughs> equals you look bad, really drugs. But if your drugs plus you 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 maintain your weight, you can kind of sometimes pull it off. But drugs plus weight gain. Why'd you plus, wink when you said that to me? <laughs> plus age, yeah, you look like yeah, yeah. you're you're Val, Michael J. Fox though looks like I wish I. Were as healthy as Michael Jackson. Let me ask you right now. You are an encyclopedia of the 80s. You cannot be stumped by anything. I ask you a question, and immediately your, your gifts for retrieval and recall are amazing. I ask you right now for Michael J. Fox's top five movie roles of the 1980s. Well, you know, he wasn't in that many movies in the 80s. He had that big stint in Family Ties, and that kind of screwed up his... His movie making ability. How about I give you instead of instead of movies, movie and TV. Yeah, ready? Okay. Yeah, here we go. Can I can I grandfather in one because it's really good. You better be grandfathering with I think you're gonna go. Number ahead. five, Doctor Benjamin Stone from Doc Hollywood. Yeah, I, he, let me tell you something about Doc Hollywood. You know, we <laughs> everyone's always talking about the movies that you will watch if you see them on TV. Yeah. 
Doc Hollywood, for some reason, I will sit. I saw it in the theater, loved it. Really fun romantic comedy. What's her name? Julie something. You see her naked. Yeah, she comes out of the lake. It's a magical moment. (laughs) It's magical. It's like like your second puberty. (laughs) It's like, I didn't know you could still do that, buddy. It's a magical moment in my tough skins. But anyway, that movie, something about it, so likable, easygoing. I will walk it all the way, I'll watch it all the way through until, like, you think he goes to, you know, he goes to L.A., and he meets with who's it? Is it Carl Reiner or, or Rob Reiner or something like that? George Hamilton. George Hamilton. And uh, and then he goes back. I can't, you know. And I get all verklempt. I yeah. love that movie. Great music. You know what's great is it? It was filmed here in Florida. It was filmed just south of Gainesville. Was it really? In a town called Micanopy. Have you ever been to Micanopy? No. Micanopy is this little town, just like no, I don't know, twenty minutes south of Gainesville, Florida. So we're talking North Florida. Uh, big, huge oak trees, canopy oak trees. And they filmed it there, and um, it was about the time I was finishing up in college. And the Chinese buffet that was right next to my apartment <laughs> had a photo of uh, uh, Michael J. Fox and Woody Harrelson, his co-star, bombed out of their minds at the buffet with like you know their hands full of like you know spare ribs, <laughs> yeah, and right. their eyes are all glazed over, yeah. and and but it's. That that adds a little bit to the appeal. That, yeah, that's hilarious. It's supposed to be based God, in South Carolina. Encyclopedic, encyclopedic knowledge. It's supposed to be Grady, South Carolina. It's not. It's Micanopy, Florida. I had no idea. Honestly, straight up, had no idea it was filmed in Florida. And now I like it more. Yeah, I want to get it on Blu-ray. <laughs> not necessary. Not necessary. Now this next this next role might be necessary to have on Blu-ray. Number four, I would give you um, the combination character of uh, Brantley Foster and Carlton Whitfield in Secret of My Success. Never seen it. What? Never seen. Come it. on. No bits and pieces here. Who is it? Christy Swanson is the. Uh, oh, is she the? I talk to you anymore. Or is it Helen you, you Slater? Helen what Slater. What were you doing? Oh, they're all the same. What were you? They're doing? all the same. Chicks are all the same. What were you doing that you missed this movie? Uh, that's. I know the song. Oh, you the know what's funny? Fun. How many times have you the seen Night, Night Ranger? Ranger? <laughs> I know we talk about every this all the time. single time you see Night Ranger Wait, in concert. Yeah. Jack Blades does the same intro for it. I want to tell you guys something right now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell you story. the secret of my success. <laughs> and it's like three claps. <laughs> you like no one, you know every. He tells the know. whole story about how Michael J. Fox calls him up and asks him to do the song. It's great. It's 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 a fun movie. That is a movie that I will not watch. On Blu-ray? <laughs> I don't no. think it's... I'd yeah, be surprised if it's even out on DVD. I will not... Yeah, if I see that on, I will keep... It's, it's horrible. It's filmed on horrible film and like... Yeah, it's, it's not terrible. great. You have to be like... If it's a sick day, you're kind of home. You... With the hot flashes. Lord! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need me oh, some Night Ranger! <laughs> Number three on my list, um, Spearsonian Belly. Spearsonian Belly, starring. Do, 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 sadness. <laughs> do, 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 do. Rumbles in my belly. Sadness. <laughs> Scott Howard in Teen Wolf. Ah, yes. Scott Howard. Boof. Boof. How, would you with Boof? Hot or not? Boof. Boof's hot. We talked about this I before. Know, I just don't like calling him Boof. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like they really. Doesn't that really un- desexualize her? <laughs> 
Desexualized. That's a spirit. I've been looking for a name for the book. If I write a book about Stuckinese, I think it's me desexualizing Boof. Let's take it on the John Schuer show. Not to be mistaken. You know, the new MTV version of Teen Wolf started this week. People are flipping for it. Say it's the guilty pleasure of 2011. That's all that MTV is anymore is guilty pleasure. Have you seen it? I saw like five minutes of it. I don't, I don't and they see. sexualize Boof in this, right? Is, she, is there a Boof? Yeah, like Boof is like super hot. Well, I mean, Boof was super hot for the time yeah. back then. But I imagine this is the MTV thing. It's probably like Teen Wolf um, it's as the a Twilight. Twilight. Yeah. Damn, yeah. Twilight movies, they're ruining yeah. everything. I've never seen one. Never seen a single one. Really? Yeah. yeah I Ready for number two on the list? You're terrible. Yes. Alex P. Keaton and Family Ties. Give me a little of the theme song. A little bit. Here we go. I bet we've been together. For a million years And I bet we'll be together For a million more Oh, it's like I started breathing On the night we kissed And I can't remember What I ever did before Every episode of Family Ties Ended with a hug in the kitchen Did it? Every single episode. Did the cast do that, or did it actually happen as part of the storyline? No, the, the storyline. They all ended with a hug in the kitchen. Really, watch Family Even Ties. episodes with Scott Valentine? <laughs> Mallory! I, I love Nick. You know what sucked for me, though? And I, I forget the actor's name, but the guy who played Skippy, the yeah. friend, we looked exactly alike. In, in That's high not school. Good. And so, like, p- teachers would be like, hey, Skippy. And everyone would, like, gather around me in a circle, like, hey, hey, and poke me with sticks. Leave me alone! <laughs> Someday I'm going to get the hot flashes because of this. <laughs> Lord, skip it! You know, here's the thing about Alex P. Keaton. The more I think about it, I was, and I was trying to decide who should be number one mm-hmm. on the list, either Alex P. Keaton or the obvious one. Um, Alex P. Keaton's a bit of a Oh, yeah, like he has a poster of Nixon above his bed. You know? Aside he was from the, that, aside the, from the, being the, like the, the he's, Republican. A, he's a future Glenn Beck. but No, but he had a heart of, no, he, inside he had a nice big beating heart. That was the I whole thing. I wouldn't say it was big beating heart. It was a beating heart. But that's what, that was the brilliance of the character. It wasn't like that, you know, jackass Cameron on Growing Pains where there was no nuance to any of those, you know. Yeah, no, Michael, yeah, that was a great, nuanced, brilliant character of Alex P. Keaton. And the funny thing is, like, we were talking about how I wanted to be Michael Keaton as a, uh, as a young man. I also kind of wanted to be Alex P. Keaton. Is that... APK. That might explain a little bit of my theory there. What? He's a bit of a dick. Oh, that hurts. I mean, why? Why would you But you, you have a beating like heart. That? You have a beating heart. Is it Somewhere. a great big beating heart? <laughs> yes, but that's just because of years of abuse. <laughs> but I'm just saying... Just saying, okay, number one, obviously, Marty McFly yes. from the Back to the Future trilogy. How could this. you pick anybody else? I have the Back to the Future uh, soundtrack on vinyl. <laughs> of course you do. Off, of off. course you yeah. do. Back in time. I love Back in time. So there you go. Happy birthday, uh, Michael J. Fox. He's going to be 80 and still look like he's 25. It's awesome. I hope he's still with us when he's 80. I hope we're oh, all geez, still here to celebrate God. that. Yeah. That's 30 years from now. The Naya span will allow me to be here until I'm... I, you know what I'm making bed right now? I won't be here. Jeez. <laughs> On a very special '80s news now. Steve, pre- Steve so... predicts the date of his own. Death. No, don't do it, dude. Don't even play around with that. Stop it. You're thinking of it. Stop it. You like Kroll? Remember Kroll, the guy with the one eye? Yeah. You see the future, but the only thing you could see in the future was the date of his own death. God. I think about that every day. Every day. You're gonna surprise us. 82, you live till. 82. You got another 40. Wow. Give or take. Hey. Make them count. 
Make him count. I'm leaving. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Our next item on 80s News Now. Ren McCormick, well, actually, Kevin Bacon, is the new villain on the X-Men prequel aptly titled First Class. Yes, it turns out that Ren from Beaumont, Texas, was actually a concentration camp doctor who tortured the mutant we come to know as Magneto. My question to Sean, is Kevin actually a better actor as a villain than he is as a hero? Wow, that's a really, really good um, question. Let me think. All right. I'm going to ask that same question to the psychedelic furs later on today. So, <laughs> see so his, his villain roles are, uh, let's see, Animal House, right? He was a villain. Sort of, um, yeah. What's the thing? What was the the the, the Paul Verhoeven thing where he's like, I'm in, I'm like invisible. Oh, Hollow Man. Hollow Man. He was a villain. There Whitewater was a, Summer. Whitewater Summer. River Wild. Uh, um, wild Things. Yeah. Oh God, Wild Things is so <laughs> hot. I love that. It's a great Florida movie. And wild you know, things. you know the one movie that he's a villain in that I never really want to ever see again. What? Sleepers. Oh yeah. Uh, oh oh yeah. That's just that's uncomfortable. Yeah, uh, very viewing. uncomfortable. Yeah, and uh, you can even say he's slightly villainous in Planes, Trains, Automobiles. He steals uh, uh, Steve oh, Martin's for ten uh, seconds. Cab. Yeah, but it's still villainous. You never stole someone's his... cab. No. Cab. Where? 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 <laughs> Saint <am> Petersburg. <laughs> Our hero rose Footloose. Um, she's having a baby. Uh, Quicksilver. He's almost a villain for making that movie. (laughs) Uh, I would say he's a better villain. He's a great villain. Yeah. 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 Really good one. So he, what'd you think? You liked X-Men First Class. I do. I, you know, I, I'm How'd not, it do? It's opening weekend. It I did okay. It did pretty well. Yeah. It was number one. I mean, it didn't pull in the numbers they were expecting. The, the thing is, I don't like comic book movies in general. I know you do. Love them. I get tired of them. I never saw... I saw the first two or three X-Men movies. I didn't see Wolverine. Oh, it sucked. And... Um, this one, I love prequels though, except for the Star Wars. To ones, totally which nerd are out, awful. To to, are, yeah, yeah. To totally nerd out on you, the um, there's a great comic, a graphic novel called Origin. Origin. Stay with me, and <laughs> it is the origin story of Wolverine, and it's so good. It's so good, like how he started. He's been around forever, but they didn't do that. Like they 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 didn't do that with X Men and the Wolverine movie. It's all a little bit they did, but it's can, basically. Can cool. I put one spoiler in there? You, yeah. you do see Wolverine. Really? In, in, uh, just a tease. Just, yeah, just a little just tease. Little don't tease. tell us what yeah. it is. I don't want to know. But uh, no, it's a good movie. I like prequels. The Star Trek prequel, unbelievable. Oh, God. J.J. Abrams. I can't. Let's go cry together at Super 8. Well, I don't know if I could do that. Did you read it? I'll tell you guys right now. Google J.J. Uh, Abrams and New York Times Magazine. Have you read that? I sent you no. the link. God, I can't wait. We should do an 80s show because it's all about Spielberg. They say, it, they say, it, they say that, that uh, Super 8 is basically... J.J. Abrams remaking The Goonies. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. I've never heard greater words strung together in my <laughs> Still life. Still haven't seen Goonies. Someday. <laughs> someday. You own Goonies. Before I turn Blue 82. Ray. Goonies is great. Get it up. I'm in my deathbed. Never so I'm really show Goonies. when you're on your deathbed and I'm still like spry and look at me from Nice <laughs> Man. At least an hour a day and the rest is oh! <laughs> nice man. But I'm like you can't get out of your deathbed and all of a sudden I'm gonna roll in a giant TV. And by then TVs will be like 140 inches off rolling. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? You know? And I'm still messing with you. Sing sing and the theme I song. D- Good love for you, Spencer. No. When you try to reach out. No. Yes. Good love. I do my little Goonies dance. <laughs> you fall and break your hip. What is it? The, the, ah. the, the, the truffle shuffle or whatever the little fat kid does. Uh, um, yeah. oh, I must have hurt my eyes. I, I, yanked, I yanked my own cord out of the machine <laughs> wall. 
<laughs> Just so you can't see the goonies. That's funny. Anyway, moving on. Boys from the Bay Journey have a new album on store shelves. It's called Eclipse. And if that title reminds you of the good old days of departure, escape, and frontiers, well, I'm here to tell you, it shouldn't. Wow. Eclipse gives fans of the band 12 new tracks, each with a proggy musical feel and lyrics that will give Tony Robbins acid reflux. Oh, my gosh. Will Journey fans like it? Maybe those who pined for the days before Steve Perry what? joined there the band. before. Who cares? Irrelevant, I say. For the rest of us, I guess we have to go back to uh, 2009's Revelation. Yeah, that's what I'm going to go back to. Revelations. <laughs> Not Escape. It's a good album. Or Frontiers, but Revelations. That's what I'm going back to, Steve. Damn you. Yeah. No. Who is more proggy? Journey on their new album Eclipse or Spearzonian Belly? Spearzonian <laughs> Belly? I don't know. Spearzonian Belly would have like a little bit of a feedback sound. It would be like Jesus <laughs> and Mary Chain. Yeah. Ooh, there's a little tease about yeah, the something coming up. Isn't it? Yeah. No, you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, Asia is a good example to compare them to. Asia came out with their first couple albums. You know, they 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 broke up and yeah. such. Got back together and formed Phoenix. Phoenix was their first album, I think, when they got back. And ever since they've been back, all they've been putting out is this ridiculously proggy stuff. Yeah, that you know, I, prog music is fine, but I mean, to you know, certain extreme. But but Journey is just like. I don't understand what they're doing here. You guys, Spearsonian Belly should have a 12-minute You didn't hear a word yeah, I just I said. Should have called Gastro. And it's a <laughs> 12-minute instrumental. Spearsonian Belly Gastro. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even Leave that, that in the show. Don't cut it. Leave uh, it in the show, baby. You know, we were gonna, I was going to review Journey Eclipse on the blog, and I just I didn't have anything nice to say about it. Who liked it? Anybody like it? Any of the stuck in the 80s? Uh, Chad Ledoux loves it. Ledoux is an apologist. For the progressive movement. He's a Journey apologist. I'm furious about that. He actually liked Journey before Steve Perry. Yeah. People are saying, well, if you liked Journey before Steve Perry. Boulder Dash, I say. Nobody liked Journey before Steve Perry. That's the whole point. That's why they got Steve Perry. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Uh. So there you go. 80s news now. I feel a void. You know what fills that void? The The Seggies. I love it because on 80s News Now, you never know what Seggy you're going to get. And today it's PPTMN brought to you by Brad in L.A., one of our favorites. We should talk about L.A. for a second. Yes, L.A. is starting to gain texture. And more. It- <laughs> I don't think that's the word you're looking for. <laughs> and more uh, excitement. Um, we now we might have a picnic before our show at the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah. So here's how it works: at the Hollywood Bowl, I, from what we understand, there are picnic grounds. I don't know if it's right as you get in the gates or yeah. outside the gates, but we can, we can reserve a picnic area, and you can have booze and, and food oh. of your own of your own uh, bringing. Let's do it. And so we can get tanked. So it's like a tailgate thing. Yeah, so we can tailgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'll be like an official tailgate. You know, no one's going to hassle the man. But so what I need to know is, <laughs> so this is what we're going to do instead of a bar meetup before the show. Yeah. And, and this is September 1st through 5th. You, you, know the, you know the details. Human League, B-52s, uh, Berlin, Fix, and uh, Spearsonian Belly. <laughs> the, um, uh, there's 32 people signed up now, not including, um, you know, 
friends. Yeah. Oh man, that others. thing's gonna sweat. We're at thirty two. Yeah. So figure. So figure sixty people. But mm. what I want to know is, hey, if you're on board for the picnic, let me know so I, I know if we have enough people. How many I'll... buns does Steve need to buy? <laughs> yeah. How many buns and hot dogs? Oh, I would know. Wieners. That, that's yes. just going to go bad. During yes. Berlin, we'll be riding on the metro. <laughs> and the wiener is going to want out. <laughs> oh, man. The wiener wants out. That's our new t shirt. <laughs> the wiener wants out. <laughs> Okay, uh, Brad in L.A. Um, and it's Brad, says, it's Brad, by the way, who came up with this idea. So, so I love all, it. I love all it. Hail if, Brad. If, if everything Brad touches turns to gold. Hey, guys, I just saw an interesting article on NPR. <laughs> wow, talk about a pickup line. Hey, I just saw an interesting article on PNR. On PNR. NPR. <laughs> NPR. I can't I'm cover the water now. Thanks. <laughs> oh, I can't speak. Damn you, Brad. I just saw an interesting article on NPR about bands that the author had broken up with. Basically, bands you used to love, but now you grew away from or just said enough to. For me, it's Sting solo stuff. I was a huge fan of Dream of the Blue Turtles. Had a copy of Bring on the Night on VHS. Saw him in concert a couple times, and I could not get enough. But somewhere along the line, I quit buying his albums. Recently, I pulled out the first four or so and gave them a listen, and my reaction was, what was all the fuss about? So, please, please tell me now, what 80s bands have you broken up with? When did it happen, and what changed? Brad in L.A. Wow, that's a great question. That is a tremendous question. And let me say, I love that that question works two ways, and I've talked about this before. I like bands that, for some reason, in your later years, you've learned to love. And I've talked about that before on our Aerosmith show, that I used to hate Aerosmith, and for some reason, maybe the rock and roll of it all, or maybe that these guys are survivors, I like Aerosmith now. Another band that I hated in the 80s, but I love now mainly because the percussion is unbelievable, is in excess. Yeah. Every in excess song sounds like a jewel to me now. And I, I, before, eh, take them or leave them. Didn't like them. Now love them. However, I have to say that um, despite that Brad's question is fantastic, I didn't have really a great answer about an 80s band per se, but a band that I hate now that I used to love. And they were born in 1983, so that kind of counts. Um, is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Were you ever a fan, Steve? I'm a fan of anybody who can go on stage with a tube sock over his <laughs> Wow. Uh, okay. <laughs> Here, hold, really. on, hold on a second. <laughs> I mean... Can't stand it. I hear, you know, sometimes it feels like... I mean, Anthony Keats, I, really I like hear... that song. Oh, F you. <laughs> can't click. That could be the oh. theme song for this trip. Like Canopy? No. No, it can't. City of Angels? Um... Uh, I can't. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't like the sound. It's sludgy. It's turgid. You know what it reminds me of? The whole band reeks of 1993. Yeah, I know. I, I apologize to 80s Nation. I, you know, they were born in 83. No, and they toured. I mean, they were at University of Florida when I was there. They every time they showed up there, they get 20 minutes into their set and then they get shut down because they they pull some stunt. Yeah. And the university police would be like, that's it. Bink. I know. I'm sure a lot of people love them, but Red Hot Chili Peppers, I, I, I can't deal. I cannot deal with anything. If I hear them, like it just sounds like mud. You know, it's funny that their lead singer, 
um, did that bit in acting. He appears in the movie at Point Break with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Anthony Kiedis. Yeah, yeah. It's great. How scene. about you? All right, enough of me. Enough of Sean Daly. There's never uh, enough Sean Daly. Eighties like Nation to say. wants to know what bands um, did you used to love that you have God, since divorced. I'm, gonna, I'm really gonna feel bad for saying this because this is one of the bands that's on the LA trip. What? How dare you curse the trip like that? But the B52s. <gasps> I don't like them as much. I. I just I can't deal with it anymore. I just don't want to listen. If they come on the radio, I turn it off. Dude, I was at a restaurant the other day and Rock Lobster came on, and you could see and the entirety. How long it was that? Twenty seven minutes. It feels Rock like Lobster. a twenty seven minute. Long. And people were re- you could look around and like everyone's trapped in this restaurant and people are like scratching their arms and like getting agitated. No one could, we couldn't escape Rock Lobster. Who would do that to their diners? <laughs> Seafood restaurant for one. <laughs> no, I think Rock Lobster has its time and place but it's not in a restaurant um i don't know there's something about their last couple albums it's just they never want to talk to us that doesn't help you know yeah. if you don't want to talk to stuck in the by 80s by the way who, guess who wants to talk to stuck in the 80s brian adams now yes. yeah we'll, we'll see when that yeah, actually we'll happens we'll, we'll see. see the uh, but no I, I don't i just don't i don't know what happened i just somewhere along the line i just had enough uh you know quiche lorraine and enough I love Rock Keisha Lobster I like and, an, the and enough, Rain. you know, yeah. cosmic love thing. shack, love shack. I never need to hear again. I, they're overplayed. Yeah. I like that blonde one though. <laughs> She's really? Hot. Yeah, I always had a thing uh, for her. I'm not sure what her name is. Kate's the what? Kate Pearson. They had their time in their place. I'll give you another one. Um, Billy Idol. Wow. I just isn't. Billy where's he been? What? Where's he been? What's well, he who, done? Who, who cares? I don't, I don't. Where's Jimi Hendrix been? Dead. <laughs> no. Um. Billy Idol. You know you Billy should, Idol. You know what? Billy Idol's hell for saying Money, that. Money, Money wears on me worse than Love Shack. Come on. Is that a is that a rocket or some sort of bomb exploding in there? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope there was damage. No, I don't like this song. Uh, Steve Stevens he, once, on Rebel Yell. Yeah, but I mean, once he got out of Rebel Yell. And what did he do after that? Dancing with myself. Yeah. The first two albums, that's <gasps> it. Cradle of Love. That's okay. That video. Now, rumor has it that Steve Stevens is back and that they're, do- they're doing some work and they're going to come out. But you know what's really annoying, too? There's this kid out on the West Coast. I don't want to say his name, but I get an email from him like five times a week trying to support his cause, which is like, it's like, get Billy Idol to play my birthday party.com. What? It's this kid who wants Billy Idol to play his birthday party. And my thinking is, just pay the f- yeah and have him play your you're birthday. Really, you're very profane today. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of hearing you're- about Billy Idol playing birthday parties. God, you're really upset. I am. All right, let's. What, is there another band that that you've got? You've, you've no, that's it. I, I, can, I control my venom within the B52s and Billy Idol. <laughs> I'm stuck in the bees. Wow. Next week, I'm sweating. Next week, bands, broken out into sweat. Steve Aitken it starts with C. <laughs> The Cure. <laughs> no, I love The Cure. You do love The Cure. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, listen, we learned a lot <laughs> this show. Steve has a lot of anger <laughs> in his Spearsonian belly. We're looking forward to seeing your Spearsonian belly t-shirts. What was the uh, Out with the Wieners? Bring out the bus out the, the Wieners. The Wiener wants out. The Wiener wants out. So there you go. Another edition of 80s News Now. You're still angry about Billy Idol. <laughs> you should fight Billy Idol for charity. Yeah. Oh, God. People at this restaurant. Rock. God, Rock. Stop it. I just stop it. I just I hated you. Stop it. Shut up. Shut up. Wrap it up. Well, that's going to do 
it this week for Stuck in the 80s, as always, with me. Wow, I can't do it. Sean Daly and myself remain here hopelessly stuck in the 80s. Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. Special thanks to Check Battery Daily for the music for the opening credits. Read our blog at TampaBay.com slash blogs slash 80s. And don't forget to subscribe to the show at iTunes.